Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday, March the 18th of 2021. Kelly has come dressed in her salmon. I like to call it my orange cone. If there's construction work and I need to get out of my car, I'll be fine. Or you could be the real-life creamsicle. Ooh, yeah. Come on now. Those things are good every once Mm -hmm. in a while, right? Uh, So today, again, March the 18th, it is national, and maybe you can inform me on this and teach me what this is. It's National Lacy Oatmeal Cookie Day. Lacy Oatmeal. Does that mean you decorate it, or does that mean there's some type of a special oatmeal? It's probably, I bet it's a special oatmeal. You think that's but, what it but is? But when you say it, I think of an oatmeal cookie and like a, a cute little lace thing that you take out and eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember in the old days when, and I don't even think I would eat these today, but my mom would buy those oatmeal cream pies. And like, if I were to offer that to Kai, to Kai now, hey, Kai, would you like an oatmeal cream pie? He'd be like, Dad, <laughs> oh. that sounds disgusting. Right. But and it wasn't really about the cookie. It wasn't about the oatmeal. It was Mm-mm. about that creamy icing in the middle. In the middle, yep. You could have put anything on the outside of that cookie if the icing <laughs> was on the inside. That's true. It's also National Awkward Moments Day, and I want oh. you to put on your thinking cap today because I've had 44 years of awkward moments, <laughs> and I want you to think about some of your favorites. Okay. Not of me, Oh, but okay. of you. It's also National Farm, uh, Farm Rescuer Day. Hmm. So... Maybe we can research that. We do live in the agricultural state of Arkansas. So, Also, National Sloppy Joe Day today. So we must celebrate Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe, Sloppy sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe, Sloppy Joe. Come on. Sloppy Joe, Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe, Sloppy See, that's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I made those one time just thinking that maybe Kai would like them. Mm Mm-mm. Dude, he was like, uh, but here's the deal. If I were to say, Hey, this is uh tacos. Cause taco meat's the same thing. Basically it's ground beef with some stuff on it. Just changes the flavor a little bit, but he and Leslie were like, this is terrible. And I remember growing up eating sloppy Joe's. I think it's the, it's the, what it's the word sloppy Joe's. What it would you call does, them? I don't, I don't know, but it just, it Ketchup sounds meat delight. De- Ooh. I always like throwing delight in there because <laughs> yeah, delight makes it worse. Ketchup beef delight. No, so sloppy Gross. Joe's better than that. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, that was one of those things where I when I bought it, they were like, no. So then I thought maybe I buy the manwich kind. Manwich. Yeah, because it's different. It's not just the ketchupy stuff. Yeah. How's that? How'd that go for your? They family? don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're kind of picky. Those commercials, though, they really went all out in those commercials. It's got to be a manwich. Yes. Yeah. So our my mom and your mom probably loved it. Oh, it was easy. Whip up some hamburger meat, throw some sauce in there, Grab you're done. Grab a can of manwich. It's really, you're done. Throw some chips on there, five-minute dinner. Eat it. You know? <laughs> it was like hamburger helper was a delicacy to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And when I show that to Kai, he's like, because I bought a couple of those, like the ones that look kind of good, like chili macaroni, because mm-hmm. he likes chili. He likes macaroni. But he didn't want the hamburger helper style. The one I don't think I could do today if I had to go back, and I was a fan of it for a little bit, was the tuna helper. No. Mm, no. There's something about the idea of me pouring a can of tuna fish into a pan, then warming it up. Yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. One of my friends, my friend, uh, his name was Eric when I was a kid. I had two friends. Eric wasn't a long-term friend like my friend Joe. 
But my friend Eric used to make these uh, tuna pockets. So what he would do is he would get a piece of white bread. Oh, god! And he would get part of the tuna fish out of the can and put it right in the middle of the white bread. And then he would push all the bread down like he was making a pot pie and then microwave it. So you had this warm, steamy tuna fish in the middle of white bread, but built like a pocket. Did he put any mayonnaise in it? No, it's just a tuna fish. Maybe a little bit of salt. So you're going to need a glass of water. Yeah. That doesn't sound good to you? No. I remember that being the specialty at his house. <laughs> Let's go over to Eric's house and have some tuna pockets. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. We've talked about oatmeal cream pies, hamburger <laughs> helper, sloppy joes, and now tuna pockets. Hmm. So Tasty. that's how the day is going to go today. Maybe I should have eaten breakfast. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So the year was 2000. And in the year 2000, Toby Keith had the number one song in country music on this day. How do you like me now? Oh, yeah. How, How do, do you like, like me now? Now that I'm on my way. You still think I'm crazy. Standing here today. I couldn't make you love me, but I always dreamed about living in your radio. How do you like me now? Your song. If there is ever a song that's perfect for my life, I look back on all of my friends that I didn't have. <laughs> when I took well, off to Tennessee, oh, I heard that you made fun of me. Oh, I never imagined that I'd make it this far. Then you married in the money, girl. Ain't it a cruel and funny world? He took your dreams and tore them apart. He never comes home. You're always alone and, and the kids here crying down the hall. Toby, man, tell them. The alarm clock starts ringing. Who could that be singing? It's me, baby, <laughs> with your wake-up call. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way, you still think I'm crazy. Standing here today, I couldn't make you love me. Twenty-one years ago today, this was the number one song in country music. Let's all sing it together here in a second. We can all celebrate. We've had those moments. We look back on people and say, "Guess what, man? Look at me now. How do you like me now, Toby? How do you like me now? Now that I'm on my way, you still think I'm crazy?" It sounds like he's going. I will like you can't get me now. There you go. That's what I'm thinking. Right this way, Toby Keith with the song of my life. How do you like me now? Was number one on this day in the year 2000. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. Let's tackle a Thursday morning together, everybody. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well. She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. 
Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez. So they're reportedly giving the relationship another shot after A-Rod flew to the Dominican Republic to be with Jennifer. Aww. A source says they have had a great couple of days in the Dominican Republic, and they continue to work through things. Um, they're together. That's where they are today. Whatever bump in the road mm-hmm. comes their way, they are going to try to work things through. Now, there are photos that have been taken the past couple of days that show them very affectionate and loving. So maybe that's just what they needed was a getaway to the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Uh, as of now, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez remain a couple. But here's the issue that A-Rod is going to have for the rest of the time they're in this relationship. What is that, Brandon? Every time something goes wrong, every time she gets mad, she's going to bring it up. You remember that time on 100. January 7th, 2021, when you said... It's going to be like that for the rest of his life, because for whatever reason... Well, then quit messing up. You ladies, remember every single thing that's ever happened or been said. Don't make us have to remember stuff then. Leslie will say, do you remember in 2008 when you said this? And, and I'm ladies, like, what? do they remember? No. We have no idea what we said in 2008, but here's the reason we don't remember. is because as men, each day we grow and become better. So we block out the things that we don't want to remember because uh, each day what it is? we are striving to be better than the day before. Okay. What's up, guys? I got you right there. <laughs> no. Hey, got you gossip on Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. If you remember, they split up in 2016, a mere five years ago. In 2019, a judge said, hey, you guys are technically single, but they're still working through the drama of children and money and all of that stuff. And now the news is is that Angelina Jolie has gone to the courts and she says that she can offer proof of domestic violence perpetrated by Brad Pitt. So we're not sure if this is stemming from the incident on the plane where Brad Pitt had to get on to Maddox, their son, where some people think that maybe he was a little bit physical in that situation, or if Angelina Jolie has other stuff that she wants to present. But the deal is, is Brad wants 50-50 custody and Angelina wants full custody of the kids. So in the courtroom, what will happen? What will come out? We're not exactly sure. But after all of these years of being apart, this one is still getting ugly and maybe even uglier. Gotcha gossip on Kanye West. So according to People Magazine, he's worth $6.6 billion. Kanye has so much money, he could probably afford to run for president every year if he wanted to. At least half of that comes from his company Yeezy, which is valued between $3.2 billion and $4.7 billion. So will Kim Kardashian get any of that money in the divorce? They did have a prenup, and one report claimed that Kim would get $1 million for every year of the marriage. Uh, They were married in 2014. So that would be about $6 million. Um, there isn't a lot out on the terms of the agreement, but it sounds like they've pretty much thought about everything, and their split is supposed to be pretty easy and painless. Yeah, and she has a lot of money. She's made a fortune. Yeah. But for him to be at $6.6 billion, I know. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Dude. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Uh, she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Uh, now I ain't That's saying a big she one. a gold digger. What about this song right here? That, 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 that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up, man. Cause I can't wait much longer. I remember getting I the Kanye CD. The very first right one, man. it was called... I don't know if the CD was called Through the Wire. I think the first song he ever put out was Through the Wire. And I got this. I was programming a pop station. And I looked down. I'm like, hey, I've never seen this guy before. I wonder if this is good. And I love that song. Mm-hmm. So I believe if the story, if I have it right, I think at that time he had uh, somehow broken a jaw, had his jaw broken, and he was had it wired to keep it in place. And he still sang through that. Wow. He was also on this legendary song with 
Twista. And I think Jamie Foxx was a part of this too. I'm gonna play this Gladys night. Me and you gonna get right. Marvin Gaye, some little Van Jones, a little Amina, but definitely set this party alright. So that's Kanye. I got you guys up on Nick Jonas. There's a brand new video out. So Nick Jonas has ventured off from the Jonas Brothers once again to do a solo project. The album Spaceman came out last Friday, and he's put out a couple of songs. One of the songs is called This Is Heaven. And in the video to the song, you see Nick Jonas in space, in a cathedral, and walking through the woods all alone. The one thing I've learned uh, in watching the video is like he has this cool factor to him. He does. And the song sounds good. Again, this is Nick Jonas. This is Heaven, if you haven't heard it. Catchy song. He has a cool factor. I always wanted to act cool like that, but I can't really pull it off, so I'll just act like me. <laughs> That's good, too. I'm going to do me today. Okay. So, thank you very much. And, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, I told you, and over over the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to eat more fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. right? And trying to eat cleaner. Yeah. Not every meal is going to be clean, but it's about balance yeah. and trying to mm-hmm. be better and all that. So there is a deal out, an annual list that comes out called the Dirty Dozen, and it talks about the fruits and vegetables that have the most pesticides. Oh, gosh. And uh, are you one of those people who is really hardcore about washing your fruits and vegetables? No. Like, do you run them underwater? I do wash them, but I'm not like, I don't have like a little, you know, I'm not scrubbing them with a a toothbrush or something. I don't do that either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what maybe, are you about to say? Maybe oh. I should be better about this. We'll run through the ones that have the most pesticides, okay? We'll okay. go from, God, I think so many of us buy these. I'm just going to give you all 12. It's a dirty oh, dozen. No. So here are the dirtiest ones, okay? Uh, celery, number 12. Number 11, tomatoes, 10. Bell peppers, number 9 is pears. Number 8 is peaches. Number 7 is cherries. Number 6 is grapes. Again, these are the dirtiest Fruits and vegetables that have the most pesticides. Here we go with number five. Number five, most people have these apples. <laughs> Wash your apples. And how about them apples? <laughs> number four, nectarines. Number three, and I don't even think about this, but I just made some and didn't wash it. Kale, number three. Oh, what if it says pre-washed in well, the, the bag? Okay, that's what I bought. So you think it's pre-washed? Well, I'm one of those people that if it says it, I'm like, well, it's fine. (laughs) You just take their word for it. (laughs) Kind of. Uh, Number two, and this is, again, the Dirty Dozen Foods, the ones with the most uh, pesticides. Number two is spinach, which I don't buy a lot of fresh spinach. Yeah. But sometimes I do for a salad Mm -hmm. or something like that. And I'll be honest, I don't clean my, my salads that good. Yeah. There's no telling what I'm taking in. I'm taking in pesticides. And the number one dirtiest fruit or vegetable in the dirty dozen. Just a heads up, because to me, this is probably a lot of people's favorite fruit. Strawberries. Oh, no. And I'm pretty good about it, but I don't scrub them. I just kind of run them under the water. Then I cut the top off and I eat them. Yeah, me too. 
Or if you take them and you you wash them a little bit, cut the top off, dip it in sugar. Mm. Oh my gosh, I could eat a dozen strawberries or more. So if there's a bunch of pesticides in there and you just put some sugar on it, kills the pesticides. Fine. Yeah, I was talking to uh, some doctor friends of mine. They said that they said sugar Cut kills the sugar. <laughs> eat a candy bar when you're done too. Yeah, uh, the cleanest. Here are the cleanest ones. The ones that uh, we have the least worry about: avocados. Because most people don't eat the outside of the avocado. Eric Birch probably does. Yeah, right. Well, so I just chewed through this avocado. I know it doesn't taste very good, but it's going to make it better. It has nutrients. Uh, corn is on the list. Pineapples. And again, pineapples. Corn's in the shuck, uh-huh. right? Is that what it's called? A shuck? Mm-hmm. No, you shuck the corn. Shuck the it's corn. in the husk. There you go. Uh, okay, so that's in the husk. And then there's pineapples, which again is internal. You're not eating the outside. I think that might cut your throat a little bit. <laughs> and uh, onions, which have, again, there's an outer layer protecting it. And papayas. Hmm. They say you can also just buy organic and you don't have to worry about all the pesticides, but also you might not be able to afford that. <laughs> then you can only eat for a few days. <laughs> right. Look how you get one strawberry with lunch. Hope you enjoy it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We were talking about those foods, you know, the foods that our kids would probably say they won't eat now. Mm-hmm. Like for me, hamburger helper was a no. Uh, spam is a no. Foods that we used to eat as kids and like we thought they were good. Yes. But like our kids today would say, no, it's up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's also reading a deal. A survey was asking people how often they watch TV while they eat dinner. Hmm. So give me in the in the Perry household mm-hmm. how often the TV is on and you're actively watching TV during dinner. When the when the weather is nicer. So as it starts getting warmer, I'll take our dinner out a lot on our back porch Yeah, to try not to do that. But I would say right now, every single time. TV's on. Yeah. It's on. We're watching. We're laughing. We're talking over the TV. Like, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yeah. To me, like, it's a must. Because just the other night, I made Kaya s'mores, right? And uh, there was no TV on. It was right before we were about to go to bed. And there was no noise in the house but him eating a s'mores. And I was like, uh-uh, TV's coming on, <laughs> yeah. turning it back on. Even if we're not watching it, it's background noise yeah, for me. Yeah, it's background noise, yeah. Uh, a lot of people say, and it's kind of crazy, 38% of people say they watch TV every day during dinner. And I would have thought that was going to be so much higher than that. But when I think back to like my mom, one of her biggest things was we're not watching TV while we're eating. So would you guys all go to the table and have the old school family deal? They try, She tried as much as possible because, I mean, we had basketball practice and all that kind of stuff, but she tried as much as possible to have a sit-down dinner. She wanted to be June Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, and I think as moms, some of us all do. We have that desire to try to do that, but... No, Leslie wanted that too <laughs> at one point. Right. And we did that for maybe a week where we all sat together. Right. And then they'd look at me because I, when somebody would crunch something real loud because I have the misophonia, mm-hmm. I would look over at them and I'd be like, what is that? You, yeah, you that's have why to do I that? set three tables across from you at the Bridal Expo. Right, just because. I was so scared to eat by you. You don't have to be scared of it. You just have to have great, fantastic manners and wait till I leave to eat. Wow. But in our house, yeah. let me give you the, the setup um, because we haven't invited Kelly over since we've moved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we have like, it's a very open floor plan. Like there's a living room, there's a kitchen bar, there's a little dining room, and then there is the formal dining room. Uh, each one of us has our own spot in each individual room. We can all see the TV, but Kelly, we are 20 to 30 feet from each other eating. Yeah, that doesn't happen at my house. And this wouldn't have happened back in the day on Leave it to Beaver. 
This would no. not have happened on the Brady Bunch where they would all come together uh-huh. to eat. Yeah. But in my house, we practice super social distancing during food. We're talking at least 30 feet. <laughs> wow. And the TV's got to be on 97. Oh. Not the channel, the volume. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 21-year-old guy in Maryland named Shamari was driving around with a friend in a stolen SUV, and they decided to do a good deed for a change. I mean, they're driving around in a stolen car, so why don't we do something good for somebody? Sure, be a helper. Well, they spotted a random guy on the side of the road changing a flat. So they pulled over and they offered to help. Well, while they were helping him, the guy jumped into their SUV and tried to steal their already stolen car. What? He threw it into reverse, tried to drive off, but he slammed into a curb and got stuck. So the flat tire guy was 19-year-old Ty. He ended up pulling a gun on them, but threw it into the woods before the police got there. So it turned out the car he'd been driving was also stolen, oh. and both men had active warrants out. Now they're facing fresh charges as well. What a disaster. I know. Speaking of stealing a car, my husband accused me of stealing his thesaurus. He did? Yeah. Not only was I shocked, I was also aghast, appalled, dismayed, and flabbergasted. Oh. <laughs> wow, man. And there's even more proof. That people are crazy. The sorest jokes before <laughs> seven o'clock. Y'all got it made. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so here's the deal. If you're a parent and you grew up watching Nickelodeon and you wondered about how they made the green slime, we're about to tell you. And I was kind of amazed at what we learned about this, right? Mm-hmm. So the Kids' Choice Awards were on over the weekend. Justin Bieber was there. People got slimed even in the middle of a pandemic. It's been going on our entire lives. People have been slimed. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered how they do it. Because they would have this big deal like on the TV show Double Dare. Yep. And it was like full of slime. Mm-hmm. And slime would fall out of these chutes. And slime would, would come flying out of these cannons and all these different things. Right. So what is the slime? And could we make it at home? Hmm. Evidently, once we kind of figure it out, once we tweak the recipe, there's the potential that we could. Because all of the stuff is stuff we could go to the store and buy. Okay. All right. Here is what goes into the green slime on Nickelodeon, okay? And again, parents, maybe you can make this with your kids. Or kids, maybe you can make it without your parents knowing and then... And then slime them. While they're asleep. Oh, it's Brandon that said that. <laughs> Who? Brandon. <laughs> no. Okay, here's the recipe for the green slime. The, the main ingredients start off with cream of wheat. Okay. Not oatmeal, cream of wheat. And then, of course, you have to have green food coloring and probably quite a bit of it. They also throw in some... Vegetable oil, some Johnson's baby shampoo, and sometimes to make it look a little more thick and the consistency to be a little more thick, they use cottage cheese. So the mixture of all, and you could probably, I mean, obviously it's safe to eat if you want to eat it. I wonder what it smells like. No, maybe not. You probably can't eat the shampoo, can you? I wonder what it smells like. I don't know. Maybe it smells like Johnson and Johnson shampoo, which would smell good. But then you throw some cottage cheese in there. Let me tell you something that uh, Mark Summers was the host of Double Dare. Okay, so like he was a legendary host, mm-hmm. and he was very OCD yep. and clean, right? Mm-hmm. And he's really revealed that as he's gotten older. Uh, he says that sometimes with all the green slime, it would drive him crazy. He would try to stay away from it because it was so messy and dirty. One of the other things we've heard was because so much of it was like cream of wheat and cottage cheese, that when those studio lights were shining down on Double Dare... 
sometimes the cream of wheat and the cottage cheese would start to get too hot and actually start recooking. Mm-mm, that's gross. <laughs> and the kids are going sliding headfirst down the slide yeah. into that stuff. There's also a story out that Ghostbusters tried to sue Nickelodeon and Double Dare, saying that they got the green slime idea from them. Oh, Slimer. Didn't work out so well for them, though. Also, speaking of Double Dare, and this is all random Double Dare facts. At one point, Casio was a really big watch company. Yep. I had a Casio watch. Was it a little calculator one? Probably so. Whatever was trendy. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be as cool as I could. Uh, there was a clock on Double Dare. Casio wanted to sponsor the clock on Double Dare. Double Dare turned down one million bucks for that sponsorship. Wow. Which is crazy. But again, the green slime, if you want to think about making it, maybe make it with your kids or kids, make it and get your parents. Cream of wheat, green food coloring, Johnson's baby shampoo, vegetable oil, and sometimes some cottage cheese. I always had this vision of me and my family competing on Double Dare. I think that we all did. Because it was very much, it seems like there was trivia and then there was like physical challenges, right? It was right? the, we'll take the physical challenge. And then at the end you were trying, it was a green flags you were trying to go get? Yeah, the, one of the flags. How yeah. many flags you could mm-hmm. take would determine how much you would get. So the two shows, the two game shows I wanted to be on, number one, Double Dare. Number two was the old school MTV show, Remote Control. Oh, I don't remember that show. Yeah, so on Remote Control, I think it was hosted by Ken Olbermann or something like that. Um, it was a pretty wild show because sometimes like if you got a question wrong, like you would fall through the floor or the chair you were sitting in would throw you Mm -hmm. backwards out of the chair. You never got to watch remote control. No, I guess I did. It sounds kind of like Ellen's show. Uh, kind of games. Yeah. Kind of like that, but it was very pop culture. You got to go back and try to find some. I bet your mom wouldn't let you watch it. I'm sure. My mom was probably asleep and I probably snuck off to watch (laughs) it. But anyway, green slime, get out there and. Get your slime on, y'all. Sounds like it could be fun, right? Yeah. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday, March the 18th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Hannah Meyer of Rogers, Arkansas. Happy birthday. 18 years old today, so happy birthday. Darla Kersey celebrates a birthday. Ashley DeWitt of Jonesboro. Jeremy Tucker is celebrating today. Wendy Crew, happy birthday. Heather Graham. Of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday. Carrie Ann Packwood celebrating as well. And let me tell you something. She lives all the way close to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and she listens to the podcast every day. Can I give her podcast hugs? Sure. Virtual hugs? Yeah. May I wrap my arms around her and embrace her today? Sure. I'm sure she will be so happy you did. Oh, you know, I think she would be. Yeah. No. I mean, who would You said that very sarcastic. No, no. Maybe not when I was 18 or 21 or 31, but maybe now. Are you saying you've gotten better with age? I think so. But don't we all think so? I mean, what is the option? We all hope so. That's maybe better, that's it. That's better 30 years ago, y'all. <laughs> Reagan Fair, seventh grader at Harrisburg, turning 13 years old today. Drayton Conger of Jonesboro turns 11. Ron Eccles of Monticello. Check this one out. 
81 years old today. Happy birthday. And Mark Griffin of DeWitt is turning 33. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Lily Collins is 32. Who is Lily Collins? Well, that's Phil Collins' daughter. She was Snow White in Mirror, Mirror. You think because it's Phil Collins' daughter? I mean. We should do yes. some Phil Collins. Coming in the air tonight. That's a good one. Is he saying, hold on, or oh Lord? I can feel it coming in the air tonight. tonight. I always thought it was hold on. It could be either. Is it not? I'm sure it's not either. He didn't write it to be either. <laughs> well, I sing both. All right. Well, figure it out for us. I can dance. I can talk. Only thing about me is the way I walk. I can dance. What? It's me? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That's Phil Collins again. We're celebrating his daughter's birthday. Lily Collins. 32. That's a good one, too. Okay. Anyway, that was a reason to play Phil Collins. All right. Happy birthday to um, Philip Sweet from Little Big Town, who is 47. He's from Arkansas. Yeah. Celebrate. What's up, Philip Sweet? Sweet little big town turning 47 today. I Sounds fine with me celebrating Philip Sweet today. Ready for the pretty weather? On the pontoon, making waves and catching rays up on the roof. Jumping on the back, don't act like you don't want to. All right. Party in slow motion, out here in the open. Motorboat. Philip Sweet, he's 47. We need to get him on the show at some point. So. If you're Philip Sweet and you're here at home, give us a shout. Dane Cook today is 49, so happy birthday to him, actor and comedian. Do you want to try your bell again? There you go. Um, let's see. Thanks, queen Mom. Latifah is 51 today, so happy birthday to the queen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were about to play something. All right. Happy birthday today to Vanessa Williams, who is 58. Of course, she's a singer and former Miss America. Mike Rowe is 59, host of Dirty Jobs and the narrator of Deadliest Catch and... Adam Levine is 42 today. This is some Adam Levine. It's my wife's favorite man. Yeah, even more than me, I think. There's a lot of Maroon 5 hits here. 
this one Adam Levine he's turning 42 today song out with Megan Thee Stallion goes like this So, happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Adam Levine, who turns 42 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Thursday morning has arrived. The severe weather is out of Arkansas today. That's good news. We spent much of the day, me and Kai, watching the weather, just waiting to see exactly what was going to happen. And really, Arkansas got extremely lucky compared to places like Mississippi and Alabama. So those poor people were impacted by storms from the early morning hours all the way until late last night. So anyway, Arkansas, we got pretty lucky when you look at it. But y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well... She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So Gwen Stefani, she's been around for a minute. Yeah. And at one time, she was majorly known for this song right here. Uh-huh, this yeah. my... All the girls don't be like this. You Yeah, she was known for that. Now, if you would have told me 20, 25 years ago that she would have two number one country songs at one point in her career, I would have said, there's no way you're lying, but it's happened. She yeah. has had two number one country songs and an ACM award nomination, of course, for the song Happy Anywhere. I'm running, 
She's not afraid to say she has no business in country music, but she's kind of showing us she does have business. Uh, And it's crazy to think Gwen and fiance Blake Shelton have been together, Brandon, five and a half years. It's almost like it was just yesterday, I feel like, that they got together. But Blake has helped her and guided her in the process of country music. And she's had several opportunities to witness the sense of community in and around Nashville and says she has fallen in love with Nashville and that country community. She was also on The Ellen Show and said being on uh, a couple of these country songs was a huge honor. She went on to say, quote, I never in my wildest dreams would imagine being part of that and to be on a song that goes number one in, in a genre that I have no business being part of twice. And now up for these awards is pretty monumental and exciting and unexpected. So really cool things that Gwen Stefani's kind of getting to go through right now. Yeah. Change of, of genre. That's pretty cool. No, she's done great. Speaking of Blake Shelton, though, let me give you a little heads up. We're about to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the single Austin, which was really the first Blake Shelton song that made me go, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I like this guy. So what they're going to do is they're going to re-release the the single Austin on vinyl, and they're going to do that. Uh, they're going to begin the pre-orders on April the 16th, which is the exact same day that the single Austin was released 20 years ago. This song is 20 years old, and they're about to celebrate. If you're calling about the car I sold it, if this is Tuesday night I'm bowling, if you got something to sell, you're wasting your time I'm not buying If it's anybody else Wait for the tone You know what to do And P.S. If this is Austin I still love It's hard to believe that song's turning 20 But again, the pre-orders begin for the re-release on April the 16th and Chris Stapleton has had his 2021 All-American Roadshow planned for a while, but unfortunately, it feels like everybody else's. It's been pushed back again. And it seems like a lot of artists are trying to play to play for smaller events, um, socially distanced events, but the major tours have yet to start back up. Chris has postponed the first three dates of his tour, which was originally scheduled for 2020. So the original show in 2020 was, a, was scheduled for April 22nd, now scheduled for April 20th. 2022. What? They're pushing them another year? Yeah, so all of the wow. tickets for the original dates will be honored at the rescheduled shows. Those who can no longer attend can seek refunds. Um, but when we are all able to go back to concerts, I guarantee you Chris Stapleton will be one of the number one concerts to be at on my list. Oh, yeah. And the wild thing about this is if you were so excited to buy tickets to go see him in 2020 and that show got pushed, yeah. you know how like you, you buy tickets and you wait three or four months to go to a show and it seems like it takes forever? forever. Can you imagine like two and a half years to get <laughs> to a show? But Crazy. it's Chris Stapleton. Speaking of starting over, Garth Brooks is talking about re-releasing some music. And we're not talking about the legendary Garth stuff. He says this is stuff that nobody's ever heard before. And again, it's not from the Garth Brooks lane. It's from the Chris Gaines lane. 
Okay. Which, if you're old enough to remember, Garth Brooks was a massive superstar who brought so many new people to country in the 90s. And then he decided to launch an alter ego with more hair and one of those little uh, facial patches patches on his little chin. Yeah. Uh, and he was kind of going pop rock with Chris Gaines. A lot of people thought, what in the heck is he doing? I was one of those people. <laughs> and now Garth says we're about to get in 2021, we're going to have new music from Chris Gaines, songs we've never heard before that could play in different genres. I love Garth. He's one of the nicest celebrities I've ever met. But I think I want to remember my Garth mm-hmm. for songs like this. This is my Garth right here. In love, the Garth is coming back as Chris Gaines. I'll live on the east. Operator, won't you put me on through? I gotta, gotta send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, won't you put her on the line? I gotta, gotta talk to the girl just one more time. I get to sing about Samantha. Samantha. Samantha, here we go. It's big, man. It's about to be big. It's his favorite part. Here we go. Hello, Samantha, dear. I hope you're feeling fine. And it won't be long until I'm with you all the time. But until then, I'll spend my money up right down to my last time. Go home and that room. How do you like that, Samantha? Oh, yeah. Nail it. Yeah. It's always. Ah, uh, Brett, won't you put me on through? I gotta send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, won't you put her on the line? I gotta talk to the girl just one more time. Go home in Baton Rouge. Sweet Baton Rouge. My Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is March the 18th, and today in Pop Culture in 1965, the Supremes were on the TV show The Sound of Motown, and they did a song that I think is going to be hyper-familiar to a lot of us, if you remember this one from The Supremes. Wow. Today in pop culture in 1974, Dolly Parton released a song that went to number one. It was this one. It's 1974. Today in pop culture in 1978, the Bee Gees were number one on the Hot 100 with this song.
Today in pop culture in 1992, Donna Summer received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Donna Summer is known probably primarily for this one. Today in pop culture in 1994, I remember watching this. I I might have gone to the movie theater for Naked Gun 33 and a third, the final insult. (laughs) Leslie Nielsen, who was, was he uh, Lieutenant Drebin, Frank Drebin, OJ Simpson, and Anna Nicole Smith was there. Hmm. I remember the scene of them discovering that Anna Nicole Smith was different. You remember that part? I don't. Explain Have you seen it. this? I can't. Okay. Not right now. Anybody who saw the movie knows what I'm talking about. I think I might have a clue. It's like, oh, hello. Today in pop culture in 1997, Aerosmith released their album Nine Lives. The album featured this song right here. And today in pop culture in 2002, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony was held for 2002, and they inducted Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker. You don't know how it feels, you don't know how it feels to be me. Talk about some legendary music. Last dance with Mary Jane, one more time to kill the pain. What? And I won't back down. I won't back. Hey, baby. <laughs> there ain't no easy way out. Hey, I will stand my ground. And I won't back down. Tom Petty. Hall of Fame 2002. You can do so many. inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2002. Today is March the 18th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So our job hopefully make your day better, right? Like we're going to play music you like and give you info you need, hopefully make you laugh or smile or make you think something thought-provoking or yeah. take you back down memory lane. That's kind of the vision we have when we when we format a show or lay out the show, what can we do for you guys? And then in turn, if we make you happy, you make us happy. Yeah, that's how we kind of do this thing. Um, and I've learned that over the years because it's not about us. But I do want to share some things with you uh, today. Is National Awkward Moments Day, and we all have them. And I think for you guys to hear us, who you know 
we have this platform and kind of a, a cool job, but for us to be very open and say, hey, here's some really terrible things that have happened to us, I think that's fun. And our vision today is we'll give you a couple of ours, and maybe you'll go to our social media, and you will share some moments from your life that were awkward. So I was asking this of Kelly a little bit ago. I said, hey, Kelly, give me some of your most awkward moments in life. And she talked for 10 minutes straight. And I'm like, hey, stop. We don't have that much time. We do not have that much. And again, I was kind of the same way. I have like a lot of different things. I've had so many awkward moments, more so than normal moments, Mm -hmm. that basically my whole life is an awkward moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And people wouldn't think that sometimes when when they see us or something like that or the job that we have or the things that we do. But at the same point, it leads to awkwardness. It does. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Awkward moment. I'll go first. Okay. Um, I will say that one of my most awkward moments that happens almost every day is my zippers down all the time. It never stays up. So there's one of them. But the main one, so if anyone has that problem, I just wanted to let you know I have that problem as well. Um, But the main one I can think of that I really got embarrassed has to do with your son. My son? Yes. What did he do? When we went to um, Brett Eldridge's concert oh, a gosh. long time this ago, terrible. and um, I walked up to Brett Eldridge. I was oh. had been standing in line. I was really nervous because it was like one of the first big stars that I kind of have a crush on mm. that I was going to meet. Mm-hmm. And um, as soon as I walked up to him, your son screams out, "Hey, hey, she loves you!" Mm-hmm. And I I really couldn't talk much after he said that. I was embarrassed for you. Yeah, and we have it all on video. And that, I think that was the problem is you see all of my embarrassment oh, like, up close. It's terrible. And then I was embarrassed because y'all he, were embarrassed. I think Brett Eldridge was embarrassed for you. I, I'm pretty sure he did moment. a fake laugh. <laughs> it's terrible. And he was like, get me out of here. Right. And I was like, get me out of here. Why do we hire her? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> we never have these moments again. I have so many. Okay, well. Uh, you want me to give you a, a celebrity one? Cause, okay. And you guys laughed at me a lot over this one. Yes. Uh, when I finally got to go and see Jana Kramer in Nashville, and she was being really sweet, and she had messaged me, and, you know, hey, I want to meet you, and blah, blah, blah. And then she's out there on stage at the City Winery in Nashville, and she called me out from the stage. <laughs> Do you remember how awkward I was? I think so, but what? Thank you. Thank you. And I didn't really move my mouth, and I didn't want to act too excited because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Your wife said you look like a ventriloquist. Yeah, because she's like, I want to give a shout out to my boy Brandon here, who's you know been a fan for seven years, and he's here tonight, he's my special guest, blah, 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 and I love him, and all this kind of different stuff. And I'm going, oh, hello. <laughs> I do this for a living, but I'm embarrassed in front of people I don't know, who I don't know me. Your wife told me, you just you just went... Thank you. And like kind of did this yes. awkward wave. Worst. And, and your wife was like, what are you doing? Just nod. So in that, like I should, I love you too. <laughs> or something like that, right? If I were cool and had time to think about it, but I didn't know it was coming, didn't have time to prepare. Yeah. And it was awkward. Because yeah. in my mind, I want Jana Kramer to look at me and be like, oh, that's sweet. And he's cool. Do you think that she just thought he's sweet? No, he's an idiot. <laughs> I guarantee Aww. you in that moment, she felt embarrassed for me too. Aww. There was this one time... Uh, gosh, should I say the school? It's been a long time. Yes. Kids have way graduated. Say I mean, it. This is probably over 10 years ago. I'm trying to think of the actual year. Maybe 12. I don't know. Went to a high school. Me and Yvette were doing a morning show at the same time. And we stopped to eat some Chinese food before we went to host a school event. Mm-mm. And I said to her as I was eating, Mm-mm. I said, I hope this doesn't tear up my belly. Because we had to host an event in front of the whole school. I'm talking hundreds of kids. 
And as we're pulling up to the school, I'm trying, I'm squirming. <laughs> you know how you know? Oh, gosh. Because I don't want to say anything. I just hope uh, it goes. I hope it just goes away. Uh, and it didn't. Oh, no. And then I thought, I'm going to have to go <laughs> in a school. In a school. With a bunch of kids. Oh, Brandon. So I said to Yvette, we're, we're backstage, and there weren't supposed to be people backstage at this point. And it's embarrassing enough to tell your co-host, hey, I got to go. <laughs> so I said, Yvette, just guard the door and let me go. Okay? And I'm supposed to be cool. I'm like, what, 20, upper 20s, Brandon. I go in there, and all of a sudden, I hear the door open. I hear Yvette laughing, and I hear boys come in. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Because these boys are in there, and it's teenage boys. And as soon as I'm the one caught in there doing that, that's a topic. Uh-huh. That is a guess what he Brandon was doing. Baxter came to our school. Yeah, he's in there doing that. Chinese. So I, I kind of put my feet up so they wouldn't recognize my shoes. No. But because they couldn't see my shoes, they thought the stall was empty. No. And I saw somebody walk up to the stall, and I saw their feet at the stash. I am in a compromised position. <laughs> Did they try to? They pulled on the door. Thankfully, it was locked. Let me guess. You went, somebody's in here. No, I heard, somebody in there. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Scared to death, right? Because I can't get caught. (laughs) So (laughs) I hear the boys flushing and hands washing and leaving. And I'm like, I got to escape. Yeah. And there's only one entrance and one exit. Mm -mm. So when I think the coast is clear, dude, I get up and I'm like, oh, hurry up, hurry up. Wash my hands real fast. Walk out the door. As mm-hmm. I get ready to walk out the door, I turn that little corner and I realize the boys are still in there. Uh-uh. They had just turned the corner to like the little foyer part. <laughs> yep. There I am. Did they say anything? Caught red handed. Well, not exactly that. Mm-mm. That's probably not a good term. <laughs> <laughs> but I was caught and embarrassed because in within five minutes, I'm on stage in front of the whole school just knowing. And you know that there's people that oh, they know. know. I was mad at Yvette, too. I said, Yvette, why did you let him in? She's I like, would have, too. She's like, what am I supposed to do? Tell people they can't go into the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> so, awkward moments. If you want to share some with us, it's fun to laugh at yeah. things we did in the past. We're going to put it up on social media. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Okay, so we just got the post made about uh, National Awkward Moments Day on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. I shared mine, which was um, an impromptu bathroom break when I was hosting a school event after eating some food that did not agree with me. (laughs) Thinking that the boys who came in there were gone and, well, the teenagers were still there and I was, uh, you know, in a compromised position. Kelly shared the moment that she was backstage with Brett Eldridge that we all wish we could have escaped. (laughs) So our challenge to you is think about your funniest awkward moment that you feel comfortable sharing and share it. Let's all have fun today. Yeah. You know? So it's up on Facebook this morning, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Can I give you another one? Uh, Yeah, if it's about you. But a lot of people have been through this and it's happened to me at different times. Um... I'll give you, <laughs> now I'm like, why am I saying it? You know, you have a moment where you start saying something and then you're like, oh, my wife's away. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. 
So there was a point where uh, Nana came to visit and we brought Nana up and she flew in. And, you know, you take Nana out to dinner because you're trying to wine and dine Nana, let Nana see the town. And Nana wants to catch up on conversation. And one of the things she wants to bring up is somebody who is not your wife. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Don't all grandmothers do that. Well, how's (laughs) so-and-so? Why did they do that? I don't know. I I'll never, be that person. <laughs> we'll never understand it. And I remember number one turning red and looking at her like, "What's wrong with you? Why would you do that to Why me? Why did you put me in this position?" So did you pay the check? Uh, I left her there. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So uh, today's a big day for me, and I'm kind of. I'm excited and I'm nervous and all of these different things at one uh, because today I get to go in and get the first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, right? which is a big deal. For those of you who have listened for a while, you've probably heard the story about how COVID has impacted our family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've we've seen it about as bad as, as you know, you can do mm-hmm. with uh, tragedy and sadness and all that. So the idea that the vaccine is there and it's available, we fit into uh, that 1C group in Arkansas because we work in media and we're exposed to a lot of different people and all that. So I get to go in and I made my appointment and uh, you know, I started thinking about it. And the more we talked to Dr. Shane Spites, the more I realized, hey, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because I even said to him, I'm like, hey, so we see numbers are going down. Why would I go now and get it? Why wouldn't I have wanted this vaccine if we had it? you know, back last yeah. summer, mm-hmm. uh, because if numbers are going down, why? And he said, well, the reason numbers are going down is because people are being vaccinated. People have had it, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the reason the numbers are going down. So if you want to get back to a sense of normalcy, mm-hmm. the best thing you can do is to go get vaccinated. But I still had the debate. I'm still like, well, I mean, I get that. And that makes a lot of sense. But like when you think, okay, uh, you know, eventually I want to go be able to go on a trip and I want to be able to maybe get on a plane to go mm-hmm. somewhere and want to be as protected as I can be. And then what he was saying was, hey, if you go and get vaccinated, you're doing a good thing, not only for you, but the other people in your business, in your office, in your house, mm-hmm. anybody else that you deal with. And I started thinking about it from that perspective. And I thought, you know what, if I want to get back to normal and I want to get to a point where we don't have to wear the masks and we don't have to see our friends who own businesses, uh, you know, have a compromised business because mm-hmm. not as many people can go in and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to go do it. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, you know, one of the big things that people are, are questioning about the vaccine is what type of side effects, because there are reports that some people notice some side effects. And the way Dr. Spites described that to us was if you go in to get the shot, they don't give you a, a light dose of COVID. Because mm-hmm. I used to think that when you went to get a flu shot, they gave you like a, a weak strain of the flu. Right. And the truth is they they give you something that that fires up. Uh, your immune system to fight. And that's the response you want. You want your immune system to, to fight and build the antibodies and all that stuff. So whatever reaction is typically going to be just the, the fighting off and learning to build the proteins in your body and stuff like that. But as I'm reading through the side effects, there are a couple of things I read about that happen like one and two or 3 million, which of course that's the one you're going to harp on, isn't it? Like, Kelly, I am more likely to have a tree fall through here uh-huh. on me right now in the middle of a sunny, beautiful day with no wind uh-huh. than I am for this to happen. But then I start going, what What if I'm yeah. the guy? 
you're that one. Why Why does my mind go there? It just does. I don't know. Because if somebody said, hey, there's a chance, it's like a, a 1 in 50 chance that's going to happen. You're like, oh, that's pretty good odds. It's not going to happen. 1 in 50, right? Yeah. Hey, there's a 1 in 100 odd. Oh, that's a pretty good chance it's not going to happen. There's 1 in 2 million. And I'm over here going, oh my yeah, gosh, it's 1 in 2 million. A lot of people are like that, though. But why are we like that? I am surprised you did not make me schedule mine first. Oh, to see if anything happened? Right, to see right. if you had a reaction? Uh-huh. <laughs> Kelly's no, fine. I'll do it. Yours is scheduled for 1030. Oh, right before yours. <laughs> I'm just going to watch and see how it goes. So anyway, I'll be the one who comes back in and gets to report back to you yeah. guys tomorrow. Thankfully, knock on wood, uh, we, you and I, mm-hmm. uh, haven't had uh, COVID. Yep. Which, I mean, when you think about our jobs, it's kind of hard to believe that we've been able to escape it. So that's uh, a big step for me and my family for me to go in and get the vaccine. And I want to be able to share the experience with you guys. And we'll come back on tomorrow and I'll tell you what it was like. Sounds good. And if I feel bad, you know, or if I feel great, I'll let y'all know the truth. Or if all of a sudden I feel like this sense of relief, Hey, sometime in the next number of weeks, all of a sudden I don't have to worry about it. Or we'll also know if you actually cried when you got your shot. Yeah. We won't share that because that oh, can be I a will. little bit embarrassing. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Reality TV is such a big deal. And I remember when it was a a big deal early on and you had the original American Idol and then you had uh, The Simple Life with Paris Hilton Mm -hmm. and uh, Nicole Richie and they were in Arkansas, right? Uh, And then The Real World on MTV. And then we've seen so many shows that have gone in and like there's all kinds of stuff. Like now we watch people pop pimples. (laughs) We watch doctors work on feet. (laughs) Right. Kai watches um, the two sisters on TLC. Anyway, there's all these different shows um, and there's all kinds of like game shows and competitions. And this kind of bridges reality with a game show. And I was thinking that you might want to tell somebody, you know, um, who, who could apply for this. Okay. So you guys actively think about it when I tell you this is a show for people who have been divorced. The vision behind the show coming to TBS, it's called The Big D. And on the big D, essentially, you go there with your ex. You've been divorced, but you and your ex are on the same team. Oh, heck no. And you're forced to do challenges together to see if maybe these challenges bring you closer together. And all of a sudden, you develop the teamwork you had before you were exes. Hmm. So just kind of a fun concept to think about that. Imagine for those of you who have either gone through a divorce or maybe maybe you've not gone through a divorce, but it's a breakup, right? Yeah. Imagine having to go on a reality show, on a game show, and compete in physical challenges with your ex with the vision that maybe it brings you closer together. Hmm. I would imagine that many of you, as you picture those moments, you're going, oh, no. <laughs> a lot of people just probably start laughing. That like, ain't going to uh, work. No. It's probably some of you who are thinking, hey, we'll get up there for the zip line and forget to attach that person to the right. zip, to the zip <laughs> line. <laughs> Just think for a team. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. And today being Thursday means throwback Thursday. We go back into the vault of memories and we have a number of years to find stuff from. And uh, One of the things that people seem to really love is when I go back and I post these videos of me from my old wrestling days. And I'm talking about not even like the late 90s. I'm talking about the mid 90s mm-hmm. or the early 90s where I had a lot of hair. Yes. So for those of you who see me now and have seen me for so long as a bald guy, li- literally I've been bald for 24 years mm-hmm. now. Um, but back then I had a lot of hair. And the video that I have, I haven't seen this one in a long time. I'm in a big white suit coat, no shirt, with a purple bow tie. <laughs> like I'm the most out of shape Chippendales dancer of all time with the exception of Chris Farley on SNL. I would yeah, I would say you do look better than him. 
Ah, but it's just different. <laughs> the shoulder pads on this jacket. Yeah. Can we go back and listen to, because like, this is how I talk. This is how I've always talked. But back then, you know, as television, you're ramped up, lots of coffee and you're live on NBC and my voice was so different and mm-hmm. maybe it's part of maturity and, and all yeah. that that changes it. But this is a clip from me in 1995. What I want to talk about right now is an association that I have formed. It is known as B&B Incorporated. That is myself, the female fantasy professional wrestling brand, and Baxter and Scott Bowden. As is obvious right now, Scott Bowden is not here. He's on a date with his new girlfriend, and you know who that is. Now shut your mouth! Oh, so I get fired up. People to shut their mouths. Yeah, because I would have really fought somebody back then. Yeah, it was really tough. Mm -hmm. But anyway, if you want to go check it out, it's going up as a throwback Thursday on all of my social platforms. So on Instagram. Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning and on Twitter, Brandon on BBITM Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we talk about some of the most awkward moments of our life because today is awkward moments day and we had some really bad ones. I feel like today was made for us. Oh, yeah. A lifetime of Uh awkward moments. We also tell you how you can go back and make the green slime from Nickelodeon, which that's kind of fun. Yeah. But the ingredients make it kind of. Uh, yeah, but but make it and have fun with your kids this weekend. You could do that. We also, I, I give you my thoughts as I get ready to go in and get the COVID-19 vaccine because I was all excited. Then I did some research and made myself nervous thinking I might be uh, one of the two in two million. <laughs> right. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? Well, Brandon, the 2021 NCAA Men's Basketball Championship March Madness starts today. Oh, yeah. People are going crazy yep. about that, doing the brackets. The first four are on, are on True TV and TBS, just so you know. Okay. The 20th season premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Tons of people excited about this last season of Keeping yep. Up with the Kardashians. The series premiere of Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump. On E, the second season finale of The Unicorn with back-to-back episodes. And tonight's schedule also includes Walker, Station 19, Legacies, Grey's Anatomy, A Million Little Things, and Late Night on Stephen Colbert, Lanco. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.